This is the Daily Treasure Podcast produced by Mark Inc. Ministries, where it is our vision to offer help and hope, especially when you are hurting. Today, we are going to be continuing in our journey to Easter with the women of the resurrection. And today's devotional is called, I am the resurrection and the life. And today's treasure is from John 11, verses 25 through 26. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live, even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Each woman of the resurrection, whether standing at the cross or standing afar off, was a follower of Jesus. Each one had a tender, personal connection. Though we have focused on women who Jesus healed, I suspect that even those women followed him not because of the physical healing, but the genuine love and acceptance he extended to each of them. As they watched Jesus dying, each one probably tried to remember poignant, potent words spoken by their Lord words to help them understand what they were witnessing. Mary and Martha loved Jesus before he raised Lazarus from the dead. Each time we see them interacting with him, he teaches not only them, but us another insight into what following him means. I suspect that as they stood afar off from the cross, these personal moments flashed through their hearts as they tried to remember his words and how they could comfort them in this tragic, horrific event. I bet his declaration to Martha in John 11 that he is the resurrection and the life rang in her ears, causing more confusion than comfort. Because of the cross and the resurrection of Jesus, God's character in us frees us to reflect his love and faithfulness despite our circumstances. Understanding our identity as children of God motivates and energizes us to become His promise keepers as we offer courage, hope, and confidence based on who we are in Christ. After the resurrection, it's not hard to believe all of Jesus' words about who we are in Him helped equip them to know how to reflect their identity as His people. Consider, we, according to Matthew 5, 13, are the salt of the earth. We are the light of the world in Matthew 5:14, In John 1, 12, he calls us children of God. In John 15, 15, we are called Christ's friends. Later, Paul reminds followers of Christ that we are new creations in 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Ministers of reconciliation in 2 Corinthians 5, verses 18 through 19. And God's workmanship in Ephesians 2, 10. Friends, can you understand how these truths spoken by Jesus guided the lives of his followers in the aftermath of the crucifixion and his resurrection? How can they equip us to show by our behavior, our identity as children of God? Because of who our Father is and because of the riches of our inheritance, we always have something to offer to others. The woman with physical disabilities can know she is not limited in her ability to serve God. The wife who grieves every month when her body tells her she is not pregnant can choose to display God's character in her sorrow because her identity is in being his maidservant, not in being a mother. A Christian widow can know that her life does not end when her husband's does because she can learn new ways of responding to her redemption. The woman who loses her job can work through her options with confidence because she knows that wherever God places her, is her own specially assigned mission field. 
Friends, each of us can offer scriptural encouragement from the wellspring of the comfort God gives to us. I cannot write these words without hearing the protests from women with broken hearts, as well as the whispers from my own heart. Sharon, this is so hard, and these words make it sound so easy. I share your anguish and struggle. Every morning when I awake, I express the same protest as I reread the headline in my soul, Mark is gone. But God's indwelling spirit gives me supernatural power, moment by moment, to choose submission to God, to reflect my identity as his child, and to seek his kingdom and his righteousness through obedience. I am learning that tearful disappointments do not mean God is absent but that he is walking in the fire with me. Friends, the future may change how I wait on him, but it cannot change who he is, how much he loves me, or my calling to serve him. Please listen to my words. They are still hot from the refiner's fire. Circumstances do not change who you are. Your primary calling is to reflect the character and nature of God. Whether you are experiencing pain or prosperity, you have many treasures to offer people. When God calls you to offer the treasures of your inheritance, you are on holy ground. He is doing soul work, and He is giving you the privilege of fulfilling His promises in a needy heart. This, my friends, is grace. Oh, Jesus, thank you that no matter where we go, what we do, our identity is in you. We are your daughters, and because I am your beloved daughter, nothing can break your bond with me. Well, friends, we're almost at the end of our third week of our journey to Easter with the Women of the Resurrection, and I hope that you've been hearing a theme throughout these devotionals of how God wants us to offer to others the help and hope of the gospel, how he wants us to touch the hearts of hurting people with his hope and his comfort. And often I hear from people who say, I really would love to be a biblical encourager, but I don't know how. I I don't even know how. I see people who seem to be gifted, just naturally know how to encourage others. But I, I, it's not natural for me. Well, I would encourage you to check out my book, Treasures of Encouragement. Just go to treasuresofencouragement.org where you can learn more about the book. You'll find a bunch of free resources that complement the message of the book. You'll learn about the leader's guide, the small group leader's guide, because we think that being in a small group, studying a book like this is really effective when you can bounce things off of one another. It's filled with the theology of encouragement. There are hundreds, maybe thousands of verses in this book. So it is a real Bible study book, even though it is topical. We've heard from so many people who have been touched by the message of Treasures of Encouragement. So it's my heart's desire that God will continue to use this book to help turn hearts toward Him and to equip and enable readers to walk by faith. So again, uh, go to treasuresofencouragement.org where you can learn more. And if you have studied or read Treasures of Encouragement, hey, I would love to hear how God used it to touch your heart. I'm Sharon Betters. I look forward to being with you tomorrow. And while you walk by faith today, I pray that you will remember that God is sovereign and you can trust him.